0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
2: Well, thank you
3: for joining us four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock till 12. We're going to be talking about car and car repair. We have two people on the line, David and Matt. I'm going to get to you in just about 30 seconds. But let me tell you first about Blackwell Automotive. He's up at 40th Street and Greenway. He takes care of that entire northeast section of the valley because I can't find anybody else to help him. I've known Tom for more than 20 years. He is a very talented technician. He's a talented business owner, and he does vintage lots of vintage car repairs and service and rehab and development and all that kind of stuff. But he also does oil changes for your family car and for your, your sport utility vehicle and everything else. So everything from engines to oil, everything in between, Blackwell's really good. And he's at 40th Street and Greenway, and he's one of my favorite places up in that, well, he is my best place, the best place I can refer you to up in that northeast area of the valley. Let's go to David. David, thanks for calling. How can I help you?
4: Hey, good uh, good morning, I should say. It's not afternoon yet. Yep. Um I'm, I'm wondering, I want to follow up with some of that oil change stuff. I've got an older car, it's a 2002 Forerunner with about 260,000 miles. I've always changed it, I've owned it since about 160, I've always changed the oil with semi-sin, uh, and probably 3 to 5,000 range. But I also do the transmission every year, I put on about 30,000 miles. Because I because I blew a transmission out here, and so now I'm paranoid about uh <laughs> not having fresh fluids and everything. And I basically haven't dropped the pan and put in a new filter versus uh, reverse flushing because I don't want to, I don't know, I don't like reverse flushing on the old transmission. So what, am, am I, is that, can I switch to synthetic? Yes. So I've had nothing but semi-syn in there, and would that be good for the engine, et cetera?
3: Okay, and this is a very popular question, and the answer is really easy. Well, first of all, let me tell you that I'm I'm a trained oil expert, both by Vaveline and Chevron. Vaveline back in the 90s and 2000s, and Chevron most recently. So um, I'm real familiar. The synthetic oil is backward compatible to everything. Everything. Each time we come out with a different kind of oil, we take a step forward. So... You're, it's backward compatible. There is no way your engine's going to know sim- synthetic oil from semi-synthetic oil. There's no way. First of all, I'm going to tell you I cannot find out on a semi-syn what the relationship is between conventional and synthetic.
4: It's a secret. That's it balances. I understand.
3: Yeah. So I, I, I sell the synthetic, semi-synthetic because that's the middle oil change number. So if you're if you're interested in a number, then I got a low, a medium, and a high. But in your particular case, your motor won't care. There won't be there'll be insignificant differences in everything, and nothing will be negative. Everything will be positive. So you're going to enhance its ability, the oil's ability to dissipate heat. You're going to give it the very best lubricating properties and detergent carrying properties you've ever had. And detergent doesn't mean they're scrubbing bubbles. It means the oil will pick up a piece of trash, a piece of carbon, and carry it to the oil filter. That's what detergent means. There's no scrubbing bubbles. So in your particular case, if you're doing a semi-synthetic 3 to 5, you can. Now, do you want to go up and do a ten to 15,000-mile oil change? Yes, then use a synthetic. And use a comparable weight synthetic that you're using now. You're fine.
4: Okay. And the transmission changes?
3: I think you're doing those a little early. Um, I I want you to know that I've got most all my customers on a hundred thousand mile flush and filter. Flush and filter. Now, I'm not worried about flushing it because there are filters in the interim. So when I take the two lines off the radiator and I hook them to my machine, I'm sucking on one, pushing on the other. So I'm pushing clean in and dirty out and, and the lines are clear so I can see that what comes out is brown but when it turns pink and pretty like the inlet line whew, I'm done and so okay. I, I think you'd be far better off in every way shape or form if you'd go to um is is 30,000 one year or two years or what
4: it's about one year and a lot of highway and city driving
3: okay um I don't know. You know, in the old days, we used to change transmission fluid every 30,000 miles. And there's a whole lot of people that say that we should still do that. Mark doesn't agree with them. So I want you to know that my truck had 140,000 miles on it. Um, And it's my fault because I had it scheduled at 100, but I couldn't get rid of the truck. I needed the truck. So I just had them flush my transmission, but I should have had it done at 100. And so I'm very, and my truck's a one-ton that I haul horses and I haul tractors and I haul hay. I do all that stuff uh-huh. with my truck. It's not a baby truck in by any shape, uh, any, by any standard. The, but um, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see you go to an annual or to a 100,000-mile um, uh, swap, and, and I would do the flush and the filter at the same time. So I'm going to flush okay. it, and then I'm going to pull the pan and do the filter.
4: Okay. All right. Is good it, enough. That's what okay. I needed
3: to know, sir. Thank All you right. very much. You bet, Dave. Matt, you're up next. How can I help you?
5: Morning, Mark. Morning. Um, I, I'm getting ready to put uh, uh, trailer tires. Um, is there any recommendation? Uh, it's, it's a 15 inch tire. Um, Do I make? Um, I've heard sometimes you've recommended uh, truck tires, ten ply, twelve ply, or whatever.
3: Well, it all depends on the trailer. How many axles are on the trailer? It's it's a dual. Okay, and and what's the gross weight of the trailer?
5: Uh empty probably forty five hundred. Loaded. Um, loaded probably about fifty five to six thousand. Okay. It's only a twenty footer, it's pretty small.
3: Okay. So let's pretend it's eight thousand. So so you have four tires, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so all you have to do is whatever tire you got on there, all you have to do is make sure that its maximum load is more than 2,000 pounds. That's all. That's all you got to do. Now, a trailer tire has a pretty strict mile per hour on most trailer tires, most trailer tires. And so if you're going to be traveling north of 65 miles an hour on a regular basis, like I do with my horse trailers, then I have truck tires on my horse trailers, but I need the truck tire because I got four big fat horses in this trailer, on this two axle trailer. So I'm hauling a lot more weight than you are. But if your gross is going to be 6,000, let's move it to eight. Now you got a 2,000 pound passenger car tire or light truck tire, and that's going to give you the 65 mile an hour and a little bit north of that speed. If that makes sense. Because the trailer okay, so, tire is not designed for that highway speed.
5: Right. Okay. So you can put a light truck tire?
3: Yeah, I do all the time.
5: Now, does a ply make a difference uh, when it says 8 ply, 10 ply, 12 ply?
3: No, you'd never put an 8 ply or a 10 ply or a 12 ply on an 8,000 pound load. Gosh, those are on my, those 10 plies are on Clifford, might... My semi truck, <laughs> well, okay. each tire is eight thousand pounds. <laughs> because if I'm hauling eighty thousand pounds and I got a ten wheeler, I better have an eight thousand pound tire times ten underneath eighty thousand pounds. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just heard about plies. I, I didn't know the heavier. Oh. Just um,
3: go by what it says, maximum load at this t- at this PSI. The maximum load, and then you're going to carry those trailer tires at the maximum load all the time, so you bounce off curbs and bounce through potholes and all that other kind of stuff. So, And besides, a trailer that has fully inflated tires on it to the maximum is going to tow better. The fuel economy for the pull vehicle is going to be better. All Everything is better, plus the tire runs cooler when it's fully inflated. All the trailers I have, All my quad trailers, my horse trailers, my equipment trailers, my my wife's junk trailer, all that stuff. They're all run at maximum inflation. They all have passenger car tires with the exception of my semi is called Clifford. And um, his him and his trailer all have big truck tires on it. And my horse trailer has big truck tires on it. So because I have four horses, it's a four horse trailer. So that, that's how it has been in your particular case. You could get by with a passenger car tire, just run at maximum inflation, and make sure the load of the four tires exceeds the loads they're going to carry.
5: Now Would the warranty still stand, you know, for a passenger car tire? I mean, if it says it's rated for, say, 40,000 miles. Um, well,
3: it's all prorated, and first of all, that's a joke, because we're going to prorate it to our benefit, so, you know, 50% of the tire and blah, blah, blah. Um, road hazard is road hazard. Unless you buy the road hazard, you're not going to get road hazard warranty or an adjusted tire. Um, and so and, and if it's a workmanship issue, it's prorated too. So those are the kinds of things you're up against. I, the last thing in my world that I'm worried about is uh, the tire warranty. I, I like brand names. And I like to go a little bit more than I need. If I have a 10,000-pound trailer, I probably put 12,000 pounds of tires underneath it. That's how I think.
5: Okay. Okay, Mark, great show. Okay. Thank you very much, and have right. a great uh, Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, I, and thank you for that. Thank you. And I'm looking forward. I, you know what I'm going to do this afternoon, Gil? I'm going to go out to the tough shed and pull all the quads out so that I can fire them all up because the last time anybody drove them was when the grandkids came off last year. <laughs> so, And it'll take me the better part of a half a day to air up all the tires, to, to add fuel to them, and put a little fuel stabilizer to get them running. And then I'm going to go. Now, you can imagine I'm a, a slim trim, 205 pounds, and I'm going to sit on a 50cc four-wheeler that my grandkids ride when they're really young and with helmets and with jackets and with gloves and all the safety devices and I'm going to be zipping up and down um, the forest roads sitting on this motorcycle that um, one guy could pick up and put in the bed of a truck but I have to warm it up you know and get it ready for the grandkids so it'll start and so that's what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of days is, is just getting all the quads ready for all the grandkids. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960 is the phone number, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, you certainly can. You can call any time you want. Gil answers the phones. He'll ask you what your name is, and then he says it in my ear. He'll say the next caller is Fred, and so then I'll go to Fred. So him and I are both looking at the same clock, and, of course, I have specific times that I need to be out and take a break, so like 17 minutes after the hour, that's kind of flexible, so I can do that whenever I really want, and Gil doesn't use bad words, but at the 30, at the bottom of the hour, 30, I need to be out at 30, not 31, not 30, 30, but 30, then 40, 58, is the top of the hour, then we started again, 17, 30, and 40. So that's kind of how it works, but Gil's job is to keep me in order, and he says such some terrible things in my headphones sometimes that, that would that would cause any religious person just to drop their head and, and pray for him, and that's what happens a lot of times. But then again, uh, I've been called worse before, <laughs> and nothing I've said is the truth, and we'll be right
6: back. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges
1: their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Race socialism.
7: They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech. Right? I call this diet fascism. They say you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for
8: your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political games. This was never about what was best for the American people. Never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics.
6: Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot. A voice that speaks for you.
8: Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday.
6: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7.
7: It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. Local business owners are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was a few months ago. Let Salem Surround help you today. Our team of local in-market experts will utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Salem Surround is here to help you achieve success.
1: Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the
2: latest technology.
8: We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds.
7: We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there.
3: We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans.
6: We stand strong, united.
1: Stand with us in caring for our veterans. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Well, it's 21 minutes after the hour of 11
3: o'clock. We're going to be here till noon talking about car and car repair issues. You're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. And, of course, 0960 represents 960 The Patriot, KKNT. So 602-508-0960. 960. You have a car question, Gil's gonna ask you what your name is, and he's gonna whisper in my ear, Ben's on the phone, and I'll take you and we'll get past that. For right now though, let's talk about Thompson's auto repair and towing in Mesa. Folks, I'd like I would love to have um two or three shops in each city. The problem is, is it's hard to find, and the filter I use is quite fine. And so Thompson's is the only shop in Mesa that I can tell you to go to it's just that others have applied but perhaps maybe they didn't have the years of service i wanted perhaps they had um, difficult reviews that were all price related that that bothered me perhaps they didn't they weren't the owners weren't on site every day or at least four days a week or something like that well thompson's is just a great shop and they've been around a long time and even more important than that both brian and his wife their families have been in the gas station Uh, business since the 60s. And when I came out of high school, I worked for their families. And so I've known those young Brian and his wife Thelma for a very long time. So I can tell you they know what to do. They've been around the block. They've seen their father with grease under his fingernails from the time they were the smallest of the small. (laughs) So if you're interested, they're on Main Street in Stapley, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. And in my opinion, it's the best shop. In Mesa. And who might be on the phone, Gil? Say hello to George. George, good morning.
9: Morning, uh, Mark. Hey, I I sort of got a strange issue. I got a 2001 Toyota Echo. It's got over 200,000 miles on it. Uh, This car starts up perfect. uh, It starts driving okay. It's a stick shift, by the way. Uh, Okay. But then all of a sudden, it'll start missing in second or third gear. And uh, fuel pressure is good on the car. We've changed the mass airflow sensor, new oxygen sensors, and just can't figure out what's causing this uh, stumbling.
3: Okay. Well, you, you've gone through the fuel system, but what about the ignition system?
9: Well, we've put in new plugs, uh, too, and uh, that doesn't seem to help it.
3: Okay. And no codes?
9: There was a code. It was a one seven zero one seven two, and uh, we got rid of that. And now there's no uh, no codes at all.
3: So. Okay. Okay. I don't know where that noise is coming from, but um, it it if anytime you have a drivability problem, it's going to be spark or fuel and you have to determine which one it is. And so if that's what has to happen, if you want my opinion, I think you take a propane tank and run a long 10 feet of of windshield wiper hose or vacuum hose from the end of the propane tank into the air filter, and it doesn't backfire at all, right?
9: No, it doesn't backfire. It just starts stumbling.
3: Okay, so I'm I, I, you run it into the, in, into the air cleaner, and then when it starts stumbling and misfiring, then you open up the propane tank about three turns on the knob, and does that change anything? Are we running lean? Is that what we're doing? Are we going into a lean mix problem where we're only firing every other spark plug because we don't have enough fuel delivered to the whole engine? So if you use propane as a supplemental fuel into the air system and the problem goes away, then you have a fuel pressure problem. It could be the fuel pressure regulator. It could be the sock inside the fuel tank. It could be the filter. It could be a lot of things. But if it, you can't change it and it stays the same, then it's going to be an ignition problem. And in your Echo, it's crankshaft sensor, control module. Um, does it have a distributor or does it have coil over ignition? No,
9: it has coil over
3: ignition. Okay, and it could very well be one of the boots is bad or one of the spark plug porcelain is bad and there is spark jumping from the spark plug to the can that surrounds it. So did you okay. use dielectric grease on any of those connections? Uh, no. Okay. Well, what I would do if I were you is, is I'd pull, I'd twist and pull the spark plug boots off the, the, oh, the spark plug and just put about uh, three-eighths of an inch of dielectric grease in the boot and then slide them all back on. The question then is, better, worse, or the same? If it's better, you're on the right track. If it's worse, we're on the right track. And if it's the same, we're not, if that makes sense. Okay, yes so the real question is now will it does it miss will it do 70 80 miles an hour
9: yes it, okay there's no problem with the uh, performance as far as acceleration and all that yeah we thought maybe it might be a catalytic muffler but now it's uh it goes up to 80 miles an hour easy but then it'll start sometimes if you let the foot off the gas it'll start uh, like misfiring so i'm not sure what it is but okay and then you put it back
3: on it goes back up it's fine okay well it it, it sounds as though you have an ignition problem because if it'll do 80 miles an hour and um and it'll do that with good power and performance then it's not fuel problem because a substandard fuel would cause it to to run fine at 65 and at 66 it starts stumbling and then you can't make 70 because your foot's on the floor and you can't go any faster the catalytic converter is the same symptoms The catalytic converter will let you go up to a particular point, but then it's plugged up, and after that point, it's not going to run well. So this almost has to be an ignition problem, or it could be a mass airflow sensor problem, and it could be a mass airflow sensor's bad and giving the wrong value to the computer, so therefore the computer's trimming back the fuel or advancing or retarding the spark. There's a lot of things that can be happening here, but mass airflow sensor might be suspect, and ignition... um, uh, ignition connections at the coil, uh, the coil over spark plugs could be an issue. Those are the two things you can look at yourself.
9: All right. Yeah, we did, we've already replaced the mass airflow sensor not once but twice. In fact, we ordered one from Toyota and put that one in. That actually seemed to help it out a whole bunch. Uh,
3: okay. In, uh, okay, but open. you. All right, you said it's 200,000 miles. The hose from on either side of the mass airflow sensor has to be completely intact. So the hose from the air intake through the air filter, and then from the air filter through the mass air, and from the mass air into the engine. All of those connections have to be airtight. And if we're sucking air because one of the bellows has cracked and your 200,000-mile car is sucking air after the mass airflow sensor, boom, that's the problem. Oh, okay, great. It,
9: I'm going to check that
3: out. It has to be, the mass airflow sensor has to measure 100% of the air going into the engine, but if we have a leak between the mass airflow sensor and the intake manifold, then we have unmetered air, and at that particular point, it's going to have an intermittent mist because we're running lean. All righty. Good luck to you, George. Anybody else? 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Larry Harker's Autos at 38th Avenue and in Indian School. When I tell you he's got the skills to find and fix anything, he's a gray-haired guy. He's been around the block. He's one of me, one of us. <laughs> he, he knows what BS smells like and looks like, and he has a fundamental knowledge about how a car works with compression, spark, and fuel delivery. So I can't tell you how many times I've sent people to Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, been around since 1967, because I thought they could fix the car. And in each and every time, they have fixed the car. But they do oil changes and tire rotations and cooling system flushes and all that other stuff as well. But Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, I'm really proud to recommend them.
1: When Sandra doesn't talk to a mattress-firm sleep expert, junk sleep presses the wrong buttons in her brain. And Sandra presses the wrong buttons in the elevator. (gasps) Leading to a dreadful journey for her and the accountants now headed up to floor 42. Seven, eight, nine. While Sandra avoids eye contact, let's reflect on how a better mattress would have led to real sleep. If you need real sleep, head to Mattress Firm and unjunk your sleep
7: today.
6: Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding?
7: Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have, have you ever, ever had, had sudden, sudden confusion, confusion, confusion
6: trouble, trouble speaking, or, or understanding, understanding someone?
7: someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke
6: sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg,
7: sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes
6: suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance
7: or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere
6: if you or someone you know has any of these symptoms don't wait call 911 immediately you can make a difference in someone's life someone you love maybe even your own
7: it's late until wait don't too don't, don't wait, wait until, until, until it's too late. late
6: time lost is brain lost
7: find out more at power to end Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
3: There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100-plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continue to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. Yes, I am a United States Marine.
6: DFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1 800 Marines. The few, the proud, the Marines. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community. And across the globe, text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
3: When we talk about car repair shops, um, I think you'll find comfort in knowing that many of the shops that I recommend have been around since Jesus was a baby. Let's go over the list. Thompson's 1970 came into business. Larry Harker's been around since 67. Automatic Transmission Exchange, 68. Now I am young compared to them because we first started in our business in 1979. So when you start talking about these guys that are 67, 68, and 70 that came into this business, they date me by a decade. So if you're interested in the transmission shop that's been around a long time since 1968. Phil and his staff are experts in tr- rebuilding transmissions, diagnosing, diagnosing transmissions, and fixing transmissions. So if you have a vibration, Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are kind of tough. But any other day of the week, you can stop by. And if you can demonstrate the vibration, they'd be happy to take a ride with you. That's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street and Washington. Manuel, good morning. How can I help you? Hi,
10: good morning. Um, I called uh, years ago about a intermittent... Problem I have with my ninety-eight Chevy Silverado, which it would only literally stop working after the rain.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: So after the rain, it would just wouldn't turn, it just wouldn't start. So after years, I owned the truck for twenty-one years. That's why I still have it because I'll have it forever. Okay. <laughs> so what happened is that I kept I kept going crazy like I had fuel spark air right fuel fire. So after a lot of digging, I didn't know that Chevy had a pass lock security system. <laughs> which I found out. So what it turns out what happened is that, I guess it's called the Hall Effect. So what was happening is that I, once I figured out, the, the light would stay on, the security light, which I never noticed that it stayed on. And when it stayed on, it, it would run for a few seconds and then it would die. So I just wanted to share because it drove me crazy for years. Cause I have other vehicles, so it didn't matter if I wouldn't start because a couple hours later, you know, it will clear up and it will run like nothing, like nothing ever happened. Right, so I just wanted to share that because that drove me insane
3: <laughs> that <laughs> so, that ate that ate your lunch just like those kinds of things eat all of our lunches. It's you either learn from your friends, you learn at the guys at the parts houses, or you just learn by hard knocks and after you've replaced everything and you've done everything you can, and you still have an intermittent crank but no start problem, right?
10: Yes, and it because it the three seconds. You know, what I mean, yeah. like literally, it'll start, boom, and they'll die. And I was like, "What?" The? And yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to share it because I've never really paid attention to the security light when it turns on. I don't know. Like, you, you become so used to your own vehicle, right, that you don't notice. Yep. And then when I when it wouldn't start, and then I, I found I found this guy on a blog, and the guy's like, "Before you start changing the fuel pump again," because <laughs> yeah. apparently he said. Just check your your security. The security lights on, and sure enough, the sucker's on. So when you when you you could program the key again or reprogram, and you leave it on for you know five minutes, ten minutes, right. light turns off, turns out, starts like a kitten, like nothing ever.
3: And it and it's that way. It's been fixed since then.
10: Yeah. Well, I I'm so I'm gonna disable the the, the security systems because I really don't use. I mean, I really I park the truck in behind a gate because it's well, now it's a work vehicle with other work vehicles yeah. so I'm uh, not nah, but uh it, yeah because I don't want to change the ignition because it's got the original key with the original oh know, it works everywhere <laughs> so I don't want to change the keys but uh yeah so now I know like it rained here in Phoenix when I remember a while back and that's when I was uh, was when I uh, discovered it and then after I leave it on for a while as soon as the light turns off boom it'll start right up
3: yeah no, you're right. We don't have that anymore. Not that kind of, of no. thing. We do. We still have chips in the keys and stuff, but they're a little bit more sophisticated than the early. You said that this was a '98, so keep in mind this yes. is almost 25 years old.
10: Yeah, I, I owned it for 21 years. I bought it in 2000. So yeah, yeah. I know. I, but that's why I was I was going crazy because I'm like I know this truck. You know, I'm yeah. like, Why? What are you doing? This? Well, but here's so. the deal.
3: It it would have shut spark off. So if if you got to the point where you could capture it and you could get somebody crank it over, crank it over, and just crank it over, and before he starts cranking it, you pull the wire, stick an old spark plug in it, set it on the intake manifold, then he cranks over, and there's no spark, that gives you your first hint because we're not going to shut fuel off on the passive crank. We're going to shut spark off.
10: That was sitting because I I had spark. The only thing, apparently, according to what I read, it would shut off the injectors after like a few seconds.
3: Well no that that's true fuel pressure and injector pulse oh, is different okay. yeah 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 oh, cuz we're okay. going to send fuel pressure to the injectors but we're not going to turn the injectors on and off tss, 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 tss.
10: Oh so, okay but it's it's a I just wanted to because it drove me nuts for years literally No thank you for calling
3: <laughs> thank you for very much for calling thank you thank you thank you and 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 you know what you're not the only one that got bit by that snake um I can tell you we did too Um, When we were doing car work in the 80s was the worst possible time to be working on cars because that's where all the newfangled crap came out. And we had stuff in there that was electronics and we just didn't understand. But I can put it all in one piece of paper. Today you either have on or off and everything is a number. One is off, five is on. One, five, on, off. One means your foot's not on the throttle, and five means your, your foot is on the throttle and it's wide open. So everything is now a number. Fuel delivery, engine vacuum, the engine's off, is one. Five, your foot's on the floor. So that's how it works, but that's what we have to deal with—is just the numbers, and you got to know exactly what you're looking at. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. You still got a chance because we got 20 minutes of this show left. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The Seth
1: Leibson Show. Shouldn't that really be part of our education, high school, college, steering children, youth, everyone, really, to avoid crimes and horrors and pointing out the dark temptations of their complicity? If it isn't, then our education system from top to bottom is misserving not just America, but the whole family of man. We castrate and bid the gildings be fruitful. And it's ghastly. Weekdays, 3 to 6,
6: right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7.
0: Charlie Kirk believes we're seeing the decline of America.
7: Right now, there are hundreds of people that run your country, run our military, run our government, that are kind of like, what's the big deal if we lose? Who cares if it's humiliating? What's important is whether or not we get paid. What's important is whether or not my child goes to Harvard. I mean, we do that all the time. That's all we've done is lose over the last 30 years. And we get promoted while doing it. The Charlie Kirk Podcast. Available on
0: salempodcastnetwork.com. And
7: everywhere podcasts are heard.
1: Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, sorry. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoprex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
9: The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed as our nation is with abundant physical resources, and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now.
1: Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill, where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org.
6: So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello? That's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek.
4: A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. <gasps>
3: Well, it's 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday, we're here talking about car car repair questions and problems and spark plugs and intake manifolds and brakes and ceramic pads and uh, rebe- or I, uh, bend. I'm using brand names now. Regular conventional brake pads and ceramic pads and semi-metallic pads for your car. What do I use? And, and most of the time, the answer of that is whatever the book calls for. Now, it's true that we're going to look at one book for your brake pads, but if we looked in ten different brands of books, they're all going to say a semi-metallic pad or a conventional uh, a conventional pad or a, a fulsome synthetic oil or whatever. So that's how it works. Let's go to Daryl. Daryl, good morning. Daniel, I'm sorry. I mispronounced it. Daniel, good morning.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll be Daryl for you today if you want, but okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mark, uh, enjoying your show. Hey. Quick question on uh, uh, hundred octane fuel, or or for an old fashioned high compression engine. Okay. Any uh, suggestions in the valley besides the five gallon buckets of the, the gold
3: fuel? Um, what are you using it for? Can I ask?
2: Oh, it, I, I've got a an old three fifty Chevy. It's it's got eleven and a half to one compression, and and uh, I uh, I've been using just a octane booster with the 93 pump gas but just wondering is
3: it, if, if is it rattling? Uh a
2: little bit. I got the timing retarded significantly so it's but uh, just wondering if, if any good gas besides the the Sunoco type stuff or
3: no when you're talking up in that range of octane that that you've you've enumerated the, the choices but let let me let me tell you what my take is on on octane okay. okay um between regular and super um i have made many many bets and i've never lost one that i can take uh your car out and and you you run it low on fuel and i'll put fuel in it and you won't be able to tell whether i have pump gas regular or super you can't. Let, let me explain. When we okay. talk about the explosion, we're talking about milliseconds of time. Milliseconds. And the difference between regular and super unleaded at the pump is this. one On regular, one molecule ignites 10 and 10 ignite 100 and 100 ignite 1,000. Okay? Okay. So that's that's regular um super in an exaggerated format 1 ignites 2 2 ignites 4 4 ignites 6 so the burn time on super is maybe 1 to 2 milliseconds longer than regular milliseconds okay. so we have the the regular is more of a in an exaggerated way is more of a boom where super's a boom Okay. And and in in your particular case, um how's the cooling system on your, your, your hot rod? Is it really good uh, shape?
2: It, uh it it runs hot.
3: Okay, like it, where? It
2: runs, yeah. So I but, mean where yeah.
3: where though? Two twenty, two forty, two fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, it's
2: probably around two 220. yeah, two uh two ten, two twenty.
3: Okay. now that's okay though. That's not hot to me. That's okay. I don't care. And I have old cars too. So Two, I I like two ten because water boils at two twelve, and I like that. So, okay. Uh, I I now have you got a mechanical advance and a vacuum advance, or you got like an HEI distributor uh, in there? What do you uh, run Both. Off? Yeah, me,
2: an old fashioned uh, mechanical with points and condenser. And,
3: okay. Uh, All right. With, why don't you with, drop uh, an a, Why don't you put an HEI in there? You uh, need, you trying you to keep
2: need... it original. Would that help as, as far as that well, ignition and?
3: I'm I'm pretty sure that somebody I know two or three guys in town, old gray-haired guys like me, that could probably time that just underneath the the uh, pinging point. We could still give okay. you a good idle, still give you a good throttle, still give you everything, but just take away the pinging. We we need it when it's warmed up good, but yeah. dwell in your just dwell affects timing where timing doesn't affect dwell. So if you set those points at 30 then you have yeah. to set the timing right then and right there. Then we have to determine what the, the vacuum advance is going to give us and what the mechanical advance is going to give us, and we have to add all that in. So if you've got okay. 8 to start with, and let's pretend 10 and 10, so you've got 28 degrees total advance. So why don't we put a little tighter springs in the mechanical advance and bring that <laughs> down a little bit, and then voila, all of a sudden, Daniel says, no more pain. I can't really okay. tell the difference on power and performance, but there's no more pinging off, off pump gas and maybe an octane booster. Okay. What, what part of town do you live in? Uh, Tempe. Okay. Um, I'd be happy to look at it for you. If you wanted to. So you you just call the office and it's Salem. Just look up Salem Boys is the name of my shop because I hate to use yeah. my name. But if you're in Tempe you're okay. close to me, um, I yeah. have a technician, Eddie, who's been with me 32 years. He's 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 just gonna laugh and say, What did Mark tell you? <laughs> and, okay. And Does he, he
2: got gray hair too?
3: He's got more than a couple of grey hairs. Okay. Uh, Eddie uh, has got the sign. very first bay by the there's twenty bays in the shop and he's got the first one, it's it's called the fishbowl bay, right by where all everybody looks through the windows out. And and okay. he has the ability now does it have an E G R on the intake manifold?
2: No, it, it's old sixties vintage of okay. no nothing
3: okay because that would help us if it was a newer model vintage and they had take, you taken off the egr and put a plate on it we're going to put the egr back in exhaust gas recirculation helps in the power performance and eliminates pinging or it controls pinging but that's okay if it's an older car so the question is is can we use the stock distributor because we want to keep it as oe as we can can we yeah. can we put some springs in the stock distributor to help control the pinging and i'm 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 really sure he can so okay you call and make an appointment and 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 then um, when when you uh, when you've made the appointment email me mark at marksalem.com, mark okay at marksalem.com, and tell me you've made an appointment tell me what your last name is and then I'll okay. call my daughter and make sure that um, that Eddie gets the car okay and I think he yeah, can help you I think he can help you
2: without going any fancy. High high dollar gas ratio. We're not going to do that.
3: No, because it it fuels cheaper. It's a matter of economics, as far as I'm concerned. Fuel and and this. I'm thinking the the least. I think he might. Charge you was like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Oh, that's okay. Under ten k. That's yeah. Okay. Under ten. Oh wait, that was ninety nine cents. I'm sorry, oh, okay. I was looking at the. They're cueing me on the on the computer screen, but yeah. but I think I think the question is I'm having to run high octane gas. Here's I'm giving you just exactly how I've got it timed. Is there something you can do? to peel back the time just a little bit on the mechanical or centrifugal advance to take away the ping so I don't have to run. I'm happy running pump gas premium, Yeah, but I'm not happy buying an octane booster or buying race gas. That's okay. the answer. Excellent. Okay? Okay. All right. Good Thank luck you. to you. Thank you. It. You bet. Oh, this show isn't about me since 1988, um i can go months and sometimes years without saying the name of my shop <laughs> that's why i always ask you where you live cuz my intention is is to send you to the shop that i know is a good shop where you live and I have so many people in this industry that are just really, really good friends of mine, and we're all gray-haired guys. We all were born and raised on points and condenser, and we've gone through the the, the, the distributor changes and the fuel injection changes and mass airflow sensors and all kinds of computers. We know that. But like the back of our hand, we know that. Every once in a while, we get bit by some... Off-brand car that came from Korea that does something completely different, and we'll have to, you know, kind of help one another out. But that's how it works. Who's who's on the phone next?
8: Let's say hello to Tom.
3: Tom, good morning.
5: Hey, morning. I actually know where you can buy some pump racing fuel.
3: Oh, uh, perfect, perfect. Tell me.
5: It's out there um, near the Lone Butte Casino on Tyrene Road. There's a gas station there next to the casino, and that's kind of near Firebird Raceway where they have the Firebird Lake and all the racing uh, activities, and they have a a pump there where you can pull up and get, I think it's either 98 or 100 octane right there at the pump, and it's, uh, the price is a little pricey, but I think a lot of these race teams uh, go over there and fill up their tanks and stuff.
3: Okay, so you're talking about that Chevron station that's just south of the 101 and Price, which is where the casino's at. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. So, Daniel, I hope you're still listening, but you'd head from Tempe. You'd head southbound on Kyrene. You'd go over the 101. The casino would be on your left. You would continue to the stop sign with the flashing light. There's a Chevron across the street on the corner, and they sell high octane gas out of the pump and you're absolutely right because i've seen it actually um i have one of tom i have one of those apps on my phone that tells me the cheapest fuel and <laughs> yeah. so i'm yeah. i'm kind of anal about all, that <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and off, oftentimes they have the cheapest diesel so from, from from our office down to my house I can go down Kyrene and grab the grab that fuel there at the Chevron station. But no, that's thank you for that. Thank you for calling in yeah, and no thank problem. you very much. Thank you very much. So hopefully Daniel you'll know it's on price in the two oh two south. There's a Chevron station about two, three blocks south of the two oh two on Kyrene and um and it is Kyrene. I said price, but it's not. It's Kyrene. And so Kyrene and the 202 just south. Well, we've given you all the information we can give you. We've had as much fun. Um, if I offended you, I'm sorry. And if you need a personal apology, then give me a call and I'll can consider that. <laughs> we don't talk about Chevys and Fords and which is better and all that other kind of stuff. We just talk about cars. And wives' tales and stuff that just still permeates our industry today—that isn't true and hasn't been true in five or ten years. In, I graduated high school in 1972. I started working at a gas station in 1968, and I've been in the car business ever since then. With a small six-year, seven-year stint at the Scottsdale Police Department, where I, I, um, I thought maybe I could, I could. Um, make it a career but you know i love cars more than anything else in the world so that's i went in and then i came out and opened a, a mobile station in ahwatukee and uh, and in ahwatukee in those days in 1979 the circle k was first um my gas station was second and then hanks and millie's hallmark was third and uh, and so it was like after that is how ahwatukee and mountain bark ranch grew so there's lots of guys chuck nide from um from uh, Automotive Dynamics um, up north. He's been around a long time. Tom at Action Auto Repair, um, he sold me a, one of my first analyzers um, back in when I was in the gas station business in the early 80s. Kurtz Auto Repair, he's been around since 1987. I, I've, I've known and admired Kurtz for a long time before we ever met and shook hands. and And then you've got guys like Tom Blackwell, if you know Tom Blackwell, him and I are a lot alike because we're both pretty doggone ornery, and uh, both of us think we know everything there is to know about cars. And every once in a while, somebody will teach us that we don't, and um, and and we'll never admit it. Thompsons has been around. Thompsons has been around since '70, but in reality, the family's been around since the mid '60s. So when you look at that kind of progress, Harkers again been around since 1967, and automatic transmission since 1968. I was a freshman in high school when Phil uh, was at Automatic Transmission Exchange. That's how long ago it was. So nevertheless, these are good guys, they've been around a long time. You should be wary of spending a lot of money at a repair shop that's brand new, where every time you take it in, it's a large repair that may include numerous operations. And that means that typically they don't know if it's a spark problem or a fuel spark problem, so they're going to replace all the ignition components and flush your fuel injectors. And they're hoping that this shotgun approach will fix your car. That's stuff that you'd probably want to avoid, and then you want to avoid anybody who's just chest thumping themselves to death. Because um, I think it's a real, um, it's real obvious to all of us in the industry that while we have a good shop, there's others out there that are every bit as good as ours, and if not better, in certain aspects of car repair. So I can tell you right now, there's a lot of shops in this valley that do other parts of cars a lot better than we do. We don't do upholstery. We don't do paint. um, We don't do exhaust. We don't do a lot of those kinds of ancillary stuff. But when it comes to tuning up an old hot rod, a vintage car, then um, just about everybody on my list could pull that off. So we've all been there. We all were born and raised on points and condensers on 283, 265, 283, 327, 350, and 400 small block Chevys. And those are all the cubic inches we've had. So, nevertheless, my email address is mark at MarkSalem.com Mark at MarkSalem.com My website's MarkSalem.com and you're welcome to leave me a message or if you do, would you leave me a phone number so I can call you so we don't have to spend the rest of our lives texting back and forth. I'm Mark Salem. I'll see you next Saturday right here on KKNT 960